What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another, another damn, damn podcast yeah, presented by our damn selves. selves. Yeah. Episode 19. That's right, 19. And uh, we're official now. Actually, last week's episode 18 was our first episode on Apple Podcasts. So you can get us on iTunes, you can get us on your podcast app. And subscribe to us, please subscribe. It's very subscribe. important. We're Absolutely. trying to get those numbers up. We want to. Want to get. We're getting tired of um being sponsored by our damn selves. <laughs> right. <laughs> we want some actual sponsors to this damn podcast eventually. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Click that subscribe button on your podcast app and subscribe to Not Another Damn Podcast. Because you know what, we got something to say. Absolutely. Straight out of Southside. <laughs> yeah, straight out of Southside. Southside. Crazy motherfucking name, Ozman. <laughs> With a kid named Emo on another damn podcast. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of words right there. I don't have bars. So. You, do, you do MC Rans or something. I don't have bars like that. <laughs> it's all good, though, man. A lot on the agenda this week, yes. man. Ooh. And you see I'm in uniform right now. I got my um, colors on because like, we had war right now. Mm. And we we um we were ahead of the curve on this one. We said choose a side. Choose a side. Yeah. We already on the right side of this war and shit. Mm-hmm. So and I'm wearing my colors right now. Civil war. And mm-hmm. I know you've already seen the shirt. Um, is out. It's gone viral. LeBron was actually seen wearing it. It's mm. a picture of a middle finger, with the caption says Trump, you a son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm rocking that shirt. And he's rocking right it right now. I'm looking at it. And I'm a little jealous because I'm like I would want like, to wear it, but I mean I would obviously can't wear it to yeah, work. Yeah, man. <laughs> I On saw LeBron rocking it and went viral. You know, um, when LeBron does something, it, it's, they um, it matters. They take notice, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go cop that shirt. Mm-hmm. I, I got mine yesterday. And I said, I'm going to wear it to the podcast. So it was a real shirt. Because when I saw it, and I was like, is that a real shirt? Because I know sometimes like, they Photoshop uh, mm-hmm. shirts or whatever. But then I saw I was like, okay. And I still want to get the Colin yeah. Kaepernick with the fist and the fro. With yeah. the meal, I still want to get one of those. I saw that one. It's, uh, it's so I probably could wear that to work. Like, that could probably like, that's like pushing mm-hmm. it like the envelope. Like speaking of Colin Kaepernick, last night on Saturday Night Live or Saturday night on Saturday Night Live because you'll hear this on Monday. Right, it's last night to us. It's we last do on night Sunday. To us, right. So Saturday Night Live this past Saturday, Jay Z he performed. You know, the oh. season premiere. Ryan Gosling was the host. Jay Z was oh, the performance. Oh, nice, nice. So um, Jay Z he did um the joint with Damian Marley. I think it's Bomb or Bomb Bomb. I forgot the name. And then he did um four four four, basically what he wish he would do story. Of OJ. That's the one I wanted him to do. Story like, of OJ. Dog, That's the one I wanted him to do. <laughs> I went to do because I love that song. I guess he's on um, promoting the new single with the um yeah. the bomb bomb. Or, I mm-hmm. think that's the name of it. But yeah, and then um the big hit first one was the four four four, basically spilling his guts about Beyonce. Yeah, about that. So, his confessions, but, um, basically, that was I, his confession. I wanted him to do that fucking woke record, <laughs> the yes. story of OJ. But he was woke on that. He was rocking mm-hmm. his custom Colin Kaepernick shirt. Yes. And it's like no team no on it, team just Colin. The name just Colin K, K on the back. No team because Colin is still unsigned right now. Did you see that asshole? At, uh, I forgot what bar it was in, but like they had a, a Marshawn Lynch jersey and a Colin Kaepernick jersey as doormats for his bar. Beast so mode, you walk man. in. What the fuck? What bar is this, man? I, I wish know. we knew the names. You know, I like I putting maybe, the names out there. I want to say maybe I go was... in that fucking bar and take a knee on those mats. Yes, I would do that. Yes. Shit. I want to say I maybe I it, was. it was in Missouri, I want to say. Okay, I thought it was in Chicago. No, it was like, no, it was in I think Chicago. Maybe it was See, in I'm Missouri. headed there after this podcast. I'm going to take a knee on there wearing this fucking shirt. And then the way that it's set up, it doesn't, like, you know, my mind. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe I'm maybe I'm getting too woke, maybe. But the way that they're lined up. It because probably it, was the Tiki Torch Tavern. <laughs> that's where the bar was. The way it's lined up, though, 
they have Marshawn's jersey first, so it looks like it's saying Lynch Kaepernick. Mm. And that's where my mind went. I was like, what the f-? Like, that's where my mind Subliminal went. Subliminal message? Exactly. Mm. I was like, like, am I going too deep? Am I like, mm. you know. But yeah, I got the viral picture right here. I don't mess with you. I should post side by side. LeBron and his yeah. me and mine. I might post that post on my it. Instagram. I share it. Fake post I'm it. Do that. <laughs> but uh, this is a continuation from last week, basically. Absolutely. Um, about because this is just the beginning. People still not understanding the need. Okay, for our trumpeteers, as I call you guys, Uh-oh. that's what I call you guys, trumpeteers. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> let's stop with the fake news. Um, the kneeling is not a disrespect to the American flag. It's not a disrespect to anything. It's not a knock at patriotism. It's not a knock at the people serving our brave men and women who serve our country. It is not. It's not un-American. It's not un-American. It's not. But the thing is, is that people, like you always say, a story, even if you do get the truth, the lie is just so much better. Just keep going. The lie is better. You just keep the lie just going and going and going. Because once a lie has steam, Mm. it keeps on going. It doesn't stop. Even if you have the proof, the documented proof, and you show somebody. If you find the origins of the original story, a lot of people have more fun keeping the bullshit going. And I found yeah. the origin of the story because uh, I saw it on Facebook. Somebody like this post kept on going around, but before I repost and reshare anything, I uh, fact check first because I don't want to look a dumbass. Mm-hmm. So I fact check. So I went on Snops, which I love because Snops. Oh, yeah, they, breaks um, everything. Yeah, they like getting to the bottom yeah, of snops, bullshit. Because that's who I am. I just want the truth. That's all I care Imagine, about. That should truth. be their tagline, Snops. We get to the bottom of bullshit. <laughs> they do. Like, they really so do. if it comes on Snops, I know it's true. <laughs> and Snops will let you know. They'll be like, this is false. Or they'll be like, this is true. Or they say, it's a mixture. Like, they'll let you know or what's they, false or they'll say not. undetermined. Undetermined. If they can't figure it out, they just be honest say, well, we don't know. We don't know. They'll let you know. We'll get back to you. Yeah. But they said the kneeling, because I basically was like, um, how the kneel happened with um, with Colin Kaepernick. And they said that originally, Colin, he was feeling the injustices about um, so it's many... around his last t- summer 2016. Yeah. We talked about it with, with um, the, um, Fernando Alton, Castillo, Alton, Alton Sterling, Sterling. A lot of that shit A lot of that was going on. It was at the height of it. It was at the height of it, yeah. Several, and then I think Terrence Crutcher not too long after yeah. that. So it was like several unarmed and, um, black men being and murdered. NFL preseason was about mm-hmm. to start. And so Colin wanted to do something during the national anthem. Yeah. He said, what would be the best way yes. to like bring awareness to, bring to awareness. this bullshit with police killing, killing unarmed black men? Yes. So he decided to sit at first. And if you notice, like at first he was just sitting. But then he talked to a veteran who was uh, who did play in the NFL, and like they had did a couple of tours, maybe I think in Afghanistan. I hope I'm not getting it wrong, but I think they did a couple of tours mm-hmm. in Afghanistan. And he was telling him, like, you know, I understand because he was like, you know, it was like the reason why we go out and fight is so you can have your voice. Mm-hmm. But he was like, but sitting is like isn't as respectful. And then, like, him and Colin were chopping it up because he's like, I respect your right for mm-hmm. you to, you know, it's like the national anthem. It's like you can sit or you can stand. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was like, I respect your choice to try to do your protest to raise our awareness because this is what your First Amendment is giving you. Uh-huh. Your voice to speak out about stuff. 
your voice is giving you that. He said that this is why we fight for you guys. But he was saying that, um, you know, for people who did lose loved ones in war and everything. Some people is, might feel some type of way about that. It might be some type of way, so they were trying to did, figure um, out. They did pay the ultimate price exactly, to love one of them. Exactly. And then they were trying to figure out. And then he said, well, he said a more respectful way is he said, if you, if, he said if you kneel, because if you notice, and we saw this at our uncle's funeral. He was a veteran. He was a veteran, yeah, yeah our uncle. And um, this is what they do. Like, they take the American flag and they fold the flag. Mm. And when they fold the flag, it ends up being a triangle. And then they give it to if it's your spouse yeah. or your children, whoever is yeah, your next, next of, um, kin, of kin. They fold the flag on like eight ways, I want to say. Yeah, where they fold like it, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, of course, they do the 21 gun salute. They do yeah. that. And um, when they fold and give the flag to um, your loved one, like I said, usually it's a spouse, as the person is given at the funeral, the person who's given the flag, they kneel. Yeah. And that way, like, they're given the the proper uh, respect to... The dead. The deceased, right. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. Because he said, that way you can still do your protest and you can kneel. And that's still given respect. So that's where the kneel came from. So if a person who was a veteran stated that this is the best way to do it, but you're still saying that he's a son of a bitch, you're an asshole. You're you're an asshole. It's like you're a fucking piece of shit. It's like do a, your you're re- fucking racist piece you, of shit. Yes, thank just you. Call it what it is. Do your research first before you just condemn somebody. You talk about you're tired of race car. What the hell do you think? I'm tired of playing the exactly. damn race you car. Think we like playing. I'm this? tired of it. You think we want to talk about this every week on this damn? I'm podcast. over thirty years old. I have a child. I have another child on the way. Like I don't want my children to have to go through this. I'm tired talking about race. Exactly. I'd rather be talking about something fun like hip hop or comedy or basketball. Like basketball. Even though we suck yeah. right now at the Bulls, but well, I that's mean another story. that's another story. But I'd I mean, talk about fun shit like fun but, stuff. We, this has to be talked about because everything's mm-hmm. fucked up right now. But yes. on the flip side, I'm kind of glad um, in a way. Mm-hmm. Now hear me out about um, being glad. Like I'm like part of me is glad that Trump won the election because um, you think about in order to grow, like when you're growing crops, what do you have to put on? You have to go through some dirt and you got to go through some fertilizer. Fertilizer is shit. We're so going through dirt and shit right now. That's yeah. what this is. Mm-hmm. So for blacks to grow, because some blacks, a lot of them became a little complacent during the Obama administration. They like they think, well, we won, we arrived now. Like, no, we still got a lot of work. To no, do. but it showed those people when, like you said, you always say that mm-hmm. the right wing didn't exist until Obama yeah, came into the office. The right movement that is did not there exist, now. and mm-hmm. they tried to say that, that brought them to the front. They Obama tried to say went. that Obama. So um, Obama went and brought them to the front. Mm-hmm. Trump went and made them show made their them ass. Show their ass. So like these two things happened they to like put us Percocet. where we are. Mask off. They got the mask off now. It's like, I don't have to hide. Hoods off. Hoods off. I don't have to hide behind my hood anymore. It might be a nice title of this podcast. Hoods off. Hoods off. off. (laughs) Like, they out there just, like, you know, they out there dropping N-words and just, you know, coon and just... They out there, they they bold. That's what I'm saying. They bold. <laughs> we need that fertilizer for us to grow as a people. They bold, but it's like, it's interesting that these people, a lot of these people who are still supporting Trump, and if you still support Trump, my question is why? Um, <laughs> these people are still saying that Obama is the one who divided the country. How? Mm-mm. How? How did he divide the country? If anything, no, Obama tried to bring right the country movement, together. The Tea Parties, those type of people are the ones who divided the country. He tried to country. bring it together because Obama, like, and I always say this, a fault that I felt that some black people had about Obama was that they thought that Obama was going to come in and do, like, you know, how if, like, your uncle gets some money and then he hooks up everybody in the family. Mm-mm. That's how people are going to treat Obama. And yeah. it's like he's the president of the United States, not the black uh, not the black president for the exactly, black people. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, an entire he has to country. govern a whole nation. Most of which is white. Mm-hmm. He has to govern of what two hundred fifty million Americans. Yeah, I think it's about two hundred fifty million. Only about thirteen percent is black. Thirteen percent of us is black. And we're only in what about twelve major cities? Yeah, like like a really, few places in the country, mostly big cities: Detroit, Chicago, Atlanta, LA, New York, yeah. <laughs> Houston. Some, 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 a lot of spots in the south, like in Mississippi, is like that. Yeah. It's Miami. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like you know, certain, it's like, certain cities in Mississippi. It's certain cities yeah. that we're like, yeah. in, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, Obama, he tried to bring the nation together, but unfortunately, because he was black. It actually tore it apart mm-hmm. because, like, they were just they couldn't handle the fact the tea that Tea Party came out, mm-hmm. then came the alt right. Mm-hmm. Now we have the tiki, the tiki tortures. tortures. That's where it's gone now. Mm-hmm. They couldn't handle it. A black man who's in power, who has no bullshit. Yeah, eight years, eight years no, no scandal, boy, no scandal. Not a you one. You didn't see him like come out of a hotel line, like with some uh, with some side chick. He mm-hmm. was always with his wife. He always had his girls. Mm-hmm. No scandal. Like, his girls weren't getting high off cocaine. Yeah. Remember the scene in Malcolm X um, when um, the FBI was spying on him and um, Sister Betty? And Betty, yeah. They said, compared to King, this, this guy's, guy's a, a monk. monk. That's what they would say about Obama Obama, now. yeah. Like, this guy's a monk. They listen to his phone calls. They ain't going to hear shit. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it if they had something, we'd hear about it mm-hmm. right now. So I know they don't have anything. And I know that people are like, you know, like always say, well, you don't know what goes on. But I mean, but what we saw as if far as I know. If some happened, we would know We would right know. Now. I said, but they, would, far, they were, they were going to get as his As far ass. as we know, the Obamas, every picture I've always seen them, they look like a loving couple. Like when you look at their Instagram mm-hmm. posts, their Twitters about each other. Like he looks like when he looks at her, he's looking like, that's my wife. I mm-hmm. love my wife. And she's looking like, that's my man. I love my man. And they saw the hashtag relationship goals. Yeah. Like people get, want to get in. They so that's get what in, I want. And that's what yeah. I want. Mm-hmm. And that's what most people want. Mm-hmm. I got to shout out my homegirl, um, Inglewood Barbie. She posted this pic. Okay, let me see. She went to Chicago Police Station. <gasps> oh, Black that was her. Taking the knee. That was her with the... You saw this picture. I saw went that viral. picture. It went yeah. viral. I saw that. Wow. Yeah, it definitely went viral. She went in. You walk in the police station and ask the men of color if they're against police br- brutality and racism. They say yes. You ask if they would support Colin Kaepernick, and then they took a knee in the nice. picture. I was wondering who that picture was. I knew it was somebody from the uh, Chicago Police Department, but, but I didn't um, know that you knew the person. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you knew her. But here's where the bullshit went in. Mm. It's like after that, the Chicago Police Department is investigating a photo of what appears to be two uniformed officers that were photographed taking a knee. So, are the police going to reprimand these two officers for doing this now? How is it a reprimand? They said, I don't know what's um what actually happened, but like the, the Sun Times released that story after the picture. I went remember viral seeing that. I remember but... seeing that they can you know kiss my well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> But Moving on, like viral picture. Like I said, there's a lot of lot of black excellence going on right now. Yes, <laughs> and we gotta it. stand up. Mm. We gotta stand. Speaking of the black excellence, uh, well, now I say like we're figuring out that well, some of you guys y'all like to deny your heritage, uh, Puerto Rico. Oh it's like, man, I said this is still connected to that. Um, Donald Trump, um. <laughs> You think Bush was bad handling Hurricane Katrina? Like he ain't got shit on Trump and like all the hurricane, the Harvey, the Irma, Irma Katia, Jose. Jose, like all of this. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, Maria is like but he hasn't done he anything. Just fucked all of this he hasn't up, done man. anything with Maria, and it's like Puerto Rico. Like they said, ninety percent of Puerto Rico has been destroyed. Yeah. And Trump, um, I think they just like, um, because you saw his speech. He's like, yeah, well, it's an island surrounded by water. Time out. What? The, what? That was his excuse for taking so long to get there. It's an island surrounded by water. What the fuck do you think an island is? An island is surrounded by 
Why worry? We learned this in fifth grade. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? We learned this in fifth. What's the fuck? Is the president smarter than the fifth grader? Yes. Come on, Jeff Foxworthy. Let's bring this him on there. Is he smarter than a fifth grader? Come on. What? Man. I I can't like fix it, Black Jesus. Please, we gotta fix get it, Black S- Jesus. SNL got to get fix Alec it. Baldwin and do a skit like that. Fix Jeff Foxworthy got a guest host Saturday Night Live, and they got to do Alex that. Alex Baldwin got to do we it. Put it the fifth we put it out SNL, there. SNL do that skit. And if you do it, I want my coins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember my coins. Than the fifth <laughs> but because I said like, it's in the middle of the ocean. It's, it's like the poor, the ocean, poor surrounded is by not, water. But Puerto Rico is not, not in the middle of the ocean. It's not that no. far from the United States. It's like being like Jamaica's in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. It's like, like Hawaii is further in Puerto Rico. It and is. Hawaii is an actual state. Yeah. And it's farther than that. Yeah. The, well, Puerto Rico is closer than that. And then I saw a poll that they said that it's a certain, it's like almost half of the Americans, they said like 46% of Americans didn't know that Puerto Rico was a U.S. territory. It's a territory. And I was it's like. It's not a state, but it's like U.S. affiliated because you have territory. You have the Virgin Islands. You have Guam. Puerto Rico. You have Guam. They way mm-hmm. on the other side. Right. It's like certain territories. It's certain territories. That um, they're considered citizens just like any other But American. my face just went like, so did you not pass? The Constitution. We have to pass the Constitution test in eighth grade, and forty-six percent of Americans didn't know that Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico was, was a U.S. territory. territory. That if you're born in Puerto Rico, you consider you're a citizen. citizen. Exactly. Like if you're born in Guam, even though that's way on the other that's side, on the other that's, side. By, that's over by Asia, but you're considered you're American, an American. If you're citizen. born in Guam, yeah. I can't. People are just idiots, man. I can't. Like, I always say the average person is an idiot. I, I say that right all now. the time. I just can't. Like, I just can't believe this. People think idiots. I'm bullshitting when I say the average person is an idiot. But, I mean, it's just unfortunate that, you know, that Puerto Rico has to go through this. And, like, I have several of my um, coworkers at the managers at my job. They mm-hmm. are of... Um, well, I have some who are of Mexican descent because the earthquake that happened in yeah, Mexico. Ex- yeah, so like just Latin America is and all then, fucked up because like Mexican mm-hmm. earthquakes in Puerto Rico. And then um, I have some who have family that's still in Puerto Rico that they cannot get in contact with. And um, we actually have a, a hurricane and earthquake relief uh, effort at our job. Mm-hmm. And I donated uh, some of my stockpiles. I bet you I was a coupon before. And like I yeah. met, I donated some of my stockpile to it so it's like a shout out to my homeboy DJ R. Dub he's um, family is yeah, from Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico yeah. Yeah. so he has relatives that are stuck mm-hmm. down there too. yeah and I think Mark Anthony had the best one when he was like stop talking about the NFL and like you know f- like go get help to Puerto Rico like exactly, Mark Anthony's like what yeah. the hell like Jennifer Lopez they're like like, what the hell, dude? It's like, fuck about that. Like, like are Puerto you still Rico? talking about the NFL? Yeah. You still talking about these sons of bitches needs to not, not take a D? And mm-hmm. Puerto Rico is over here destroyed? It's like... Mm-hmm. All right, shout out to Pitbull and Mark Cuban. They both lent their private jets for nice, relief in nice. Puerto Rico. That's why I like to see. You know, like, like Mr. See. Worldwide was definitely going to be on mm-hmm. that Pitbull. He's going to be front line. Yeah, he's going to be front line. Yeah. And that's what we just ask. Like, if you are a celebrity, if you do have a platform, like, use your... Use your star status for stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you have all this, you know, abundance of, like, funds and resources and all mm-hmm. that. Use that to help, you know, use that. So, mm-hmm. big shout out to them. I think Jennifer Lopez gave, like, a million dollars. Yeah, Jennifer gave a million. Yeah, I'm sure Mark Anthony probably gave, like, mm-hmm. probably matched maybe with that with her. So, it's like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. do your thing. But... Um, another thing is like he was like going with the mayor of Puerto Rico, like he was like, oh, going with her the and the tweets. Oh, yeah, like, yeah pull, pull those up. up. Yeah, pull those up. Yeah. Tweets were epic, man. Because as I was reading them, I'm like, this dude is an idiot. Like, <laughs> if you still support, like, 
After Why? this um, string of tweets right here. Why? You, you're a tiki torture. Didn't he say Puerto Rico? Like, you know, he tried to blame their debt, like blame the, them being like in debt already and that, you know, like he basically, and then he, didn't he say something about Puerto Ricans being lazier? I don't know. He was just like going on a whole, it's like, you don't kick a country that's down while it's down. Like they are already down. Like, why are you kicking them? Like why? And there are, they are a territory for us, for us. They are. Mm. But they're not being treated like citizens. Just fake news. CNN <laughs> and NBC are going out of their way to disparage our great first responders as a way to get Trump. Not fair to our effort. Fake news uh, networks are working overtime in Puerto Rico. Do their best to take the spirit away from our soldiers and first responders. It's shame. Since I'll be going to Puerto Rico, so he hasn't even been yet. I'll be going up on Tuesday with Melania. We'll hopefully be able to stop at the U.S. Virgin Islands. So he might not even make it to the Virgin Islands. So hopefully stop there. So Tuesday. <laughs> and when did this uh, hurricane happen? Over a week ago. Yeah. Because Bush took, what, like five days? Yeah. For Katrina. Uh, Katrina yeah, back he took in 2005. Five and still, like, I would take Bush right now again. I would take Bush over Trump. Oh, Bush was qualified at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. I mean, he was just, he still, I mean, he fought with his poncho. I mean, he's just a little slow. But, I mean, mm. you know, but... We all have that friend who's a little, you know, yeah. who maybe ate pace, you know, when they were a kid. And, you know, it's it's okay. But, yeah, we would take you back, Bush. W. Never heard Bush call Tiki Tortures um, great Americans and shit. Mm-hmm. I'll take you back, <laughs> but, W. Uh, <laughs> I would. I can't find the tweets where he was going back and forth with that mayor right now. But I saw him on the blogs. Yeah, I, I saw I them on the blogs, too. Yet. And it was just ridiculous. Like, how he was just going back and forth with her and... Then he said something about that they weren't doing enough, like Puerto Rico. So, like, basically, he was saying that they were lazy and they want stuff done for them. And it's like, the island has no power. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, like, even, like, when a city grid goes out in Chicago, you just, you're like, what? Exactly. You, you lose, like, power for two hours. You're like, oh, my God. Like, you're like, what Imagine if you without do? power for a week is, like, uh, how many people would even survive? Like, how, exactly. a lot of people wouldn't even make it. Exactly. If you think about it, um, like... After a while, like, you're going to run out of food. <laughs> like, yeah. so, like, shit like that. Yeah, you so, run yeah. out of food. Because mm-hmm. you can't make anymore unless you got, like, most people don't have stockpiles of food just laying around. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, them shelves are going to go quickly at them stores. So, like, if you were out for, like, a week, like, a lot. Imagine being a month and shit. Like, it's, you, civilization mm-hmm. might be wiped out without power mm-hmm. for a month. Mm-hmm. Like, that could, shit like that is crazy to think about. Yeah. <sighs> it's fucking asshole. We <laughs> We're going to pray. We're going to pray for uh, Hurricane Maria for uh, Puerto Rico. We're going to pray for you guys. And I know you saw Trump's travel ban is extended to Chad, North Korea, and Venezuela now. Like the previous list is um, Iran, Libya, Syria, Somalia, and Yemen. So it's three more countries added to the travel ban. And watch North Korea. That's the scariest thing. Yeah. Like, nobody's paying attention to Kim oh, Jong-un. I'm, pay- I'm paying attention to it's him. It's like a dick-slinging contest between Trump and Kim Jong-un. You got two maniacs with their finger on a button right two now. Two dictators, let's exactly. call them what they are. Two fucking maniacs. Like I said, mentally dick, challenged and maniacs. And dick being the operative yeah. word there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dictator, operative word, dick. So watch these motherfuckers in North Korea. Because, like, somebody's going to hit that button. I don't know if it's going to be Trump first or Kim Jong-un, but watch those motherfuckers. Uh, just a disclaimer, Chicago, we didn't vote for Trump. Exactly. Leave us alone. We mm-hmm. didn't vote for Trump. Neither one of us sitting at this desk. We did not vote for, for Trump. Leave Chicago yeah. alone. Hmm. Leave Chicago alone 
Indiana, maybe you could. <laughs> maybe, maybe Indiana, you could. Maybe especially the furthest south you go in Indiana. Yeah, maybe. maybe yeah. Yeah, leave Gary and then Northwest Indiana. Yeah, leave Northwest alone. alone. Yeah. yeah, leave they, Northwest. They good. <laughs> yeah, Hammond, leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> the 219 area, leave them yeah, alone leave them in the alone. Northwest. But, but you start you going further south. Uh, I don't know about that. Again, <laughs> you know. Man, this is getting messy, this fucking Trump shit. Speaking of the uh, messy thing, like what he did to John McCain. Yeah, I was about to get to that with Trump in the um, health care bill, which was bit slapped once again. It's Here's like it's, it's not going to pass. Just let it go. Here's my like, thing. Like the Affordable Care Act is here to stay. They're not going to repeal and replace it. Elsa that shit. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Elsa that. Just let it go because. You got even some hardcore conservatives on board. And like Ted Cruz um, jumped in. He, you know, he was like, he's, mm-hmm. he bleeds red. And he's on board saying that that bill is some bullshit. It is because <laughs> it's saying that, okay, now pregnant. So if you get pregnant, that's a pre-existing condition. What? How the fuck is pregnancy your pre-existing so condition? So me carrying a baby is. That's so if you pre- got knocked up, you can't get coverage? It's like that's you're going to pay more out the nose. You're going to pay extra. Mm. It's like, okay, this is what I do for a living. Like part of my job is determining people's eligibility for Medicaid. That's what I do as my, you know, as my day job. And then, you know, I do this, you know on the side of my podcast but it's like we determine people for affordable care act we do that and most people like here's the fake news mm-hmm. most people who are on assistance are employed they're not lazy people leeching off of the system exactly they are they're not as you trump supporters say they're not illegals stealing social security numbers Getting food stamps, getting Section Eight—they're yes, not that's that. The fake news that's the fake there. news. That's the fake news. You need to check your fact check your stuff before you just make these accusations and you don't really have any proof. But then you talk about like, well, I know of a guy, and it's like you know like one you know person. A guy. You know a guy. Watching too much ocean. Right. You know of a guy who does that, and it's like, but with anything, like I always say, with any type of um, program, it's like yeah, it's glitches and everything, but as a whole. It's like, it's not the rule. It's an exception. Exactly. You remember the video that would, well, would have went viral if it was out now, but it was a video that circulated years ago of, um, of ODB, um, getting food stamps. Yeah. So like millionaires have applied and got food stamps. Yeah. That's not the norm. That's not though. the norm. That's the exception. Like with somebody like him would have get food stamps. Like, yeah. like it's like people slip through the cracks all the time, yeah. but it's not the vast majority of the mm-hmm. system. And guess what? Like I had to cancel some people, people who I like, we saw like, oh, wait a minute, you making this canceled, canceled. <laughs> Like, we've had to cancel people. But, I mean, I know. Like I said, this is somebody who actually works for the government. Who mm-hmm. knows? So, I mean, when you're making these accusations, just stop it. Just stop talking about stuff that you have no idea what you're talking about. But, All right. Now, fill the people in about Trump and McCain. Okay. Um, so, Trump, who claims to be so patriotic and because you're an SOB if you take a knee. John McCain, who is a veteran. Yes, and who he was, truly is a war hero. He was a POW. He was a POW. He's, a, he's guys, an actual you war hero. Prisoner, prisoner of, war. of war. That's what POW means. I just exactly, which has to be the scariest shit. It have is. to be like captured you're in a captured foreign country. In you a don't know if country. you're ever going to go home. Nobody knows where you are. Mm-hmm. So like, like McCain's a G. He survived that he's shit. He's a G. Yeah. And he has cancer, and they say that they only gave him, what, like a 14% chance to live or something. Mm-hmm. Like It's like really grim, his um, yeah. survival. So, I mean, it's really scary that... He has to be going through this right now. And Trump is still mad because, like, he doesn't want to support his shitty uh, health care bill. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's mad about. So when he said the thing about... Okay, can I make a confession right now what? before you get... To, had um, Hillary defeated Obama in 08, I would have voted for McCain. <laughs> 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 I, I, I voted Obama because he won the primary, but... 
If Hillary had won it, I think I would have voted for McCain in 2008. McCain wasn't that unlikable. He, he brought wasn't. He brought Palin in and she was questionable. Yeah, but she McCain was himself was like, he was, I, a, he was all right. And then when, he had, he brought, when he brought Sarah Palin, that's what I was like. Uh, and then he <laughs> had a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of coolness because he played Johnny B. Good in his uh, yeah. rally, you know, whatever. So I was like, okay, he got a little so, bit of coolness That's my little him. confession. <laughs> he has a little bit of coolness. I, I was, still say that he should have. I was did. considering voting because um, you remember the Clintons? They were trying to get Obama yeah, in the were. primaries. They, they were like, yeah, it she had Bill on her team. Like they were going after him. Yeah, it didn't I work. said if they steal this election from this young brother, I'm voting for John yeah. McCain. South side. <laughs> <Yeah. you know. laughs> but um, what John McCain should have did was he should have did the yippee kaye in there. Mm-hmm. That should have been yeah, that, that would have been a tag. Like maybe I would have voted for him. You know, if Obama wasn't there, he should have picked Bruce Willis as his running mate. Sorry, Palin. Kane Willis, Yippie Kaye, motherfucker in 08. <laughs> That's a tagline for your ass. <laughs> but um, so then, okay, back to what uh, Trump said after um, McCain basically was like, I'm not, you know, going to support your shitty health care bill. Then he like said that he wasn't a um, a hero because he got captured. Yeah, he said, remember he said that. I remember he said that. He said, I, like my, I don't like my heroes to get captured. I remember he said that bullshit. Um, but I prefer my heroes that don't. But get people captured. who take a knee are sons of bitches. But you call yourself a patriot, but you made fun of a POW, made fun of a prisoner of war, yeah, an actual P, an actual veteran. So who's really disrespecting veterans? You see my and then and then like to go another layer. Um, didn't you dodge the draft? I mean, I'm just saying, like, didn't yeah, uh, Trump dodge the draft? The draft was around when Trump was. Yeah, there. Like, he it's dodged no draft it. now, but like Trump's old, so like it was still a fucking draft. That's why a lot of our um, uncles, they served. Yeah, a lot of our uncles served, yeah. If you got that letter in the mail, you had to go. You had to go, because several of our family served. Several of our uh, family. Like, drafting in those days is like how jury duty is now. Yeah, you have you to get go. the letter and you can't get out of it. You have to go. You have shit. to go. That's what that was. But, um, like, I think the 70s or whenever, they got rid of mm-hmm. the draft. And he dodged it. Yeah, so this fucker didn't go. So you Trump supporters, uh, if we do go at war, hopefully we won't. I hope you guys are the first one signed up because since you support your president. Especially if you're between the ages of 18 and, and 34, 34, you're supposed to sign up on your 18th birthday for mm-hmm. selective service. So, How many tiki torches have so signed yes. up for selective service? Don't so, be a hypocrite. You want to be a patriot. Don't yeah. be a hypocrite. Yeah. If we go to war with North Korea, how many tiki torches? Well, we are over 34, so we good. Oh, yeah, we, are, we over 34, my people. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> we are the age group. I'm out of that prime age that group. Yeah. So even if it was a draft, I couldn't get drafted. So getting older does old. have benefits. Yeah. <laughs> we over 34. Yeah. And we just say that we won't go into our age. So and then Marshawn Lynch had on the shirt. He was like everybody versus Trump. Yes. And then Trump was written like in orange, like like the Halloween kind of thing. So. The Orange Goblin, that's what they call it. That's <laughs> the newest, a newest Spider-Man villain, the Orange the Goblin. The Orange Goblin. That, that the is Orange a, Goblin. It's appropriate. He's mm. part Joker, part, yeah, he's, I don't know exactly, like, I, like, if you just cross all the bad superhero villains, I mean, he's just a combination of all of them, I think. <laughs> the son of a bitch. Like, you used to remember the motherfucker. The motherfucker. <laughs> mom, Kick-ass kick too. The son, the son of a, of a bitch. bitch. Yes, SNL do that on, too. Somebody, yeah. somebody do that. We're giving you material. Don't somebody call me Trump. do it. I'm now known as the son, son of, of a, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> Trump also got beef with another billionaire. Looks oh. like um, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. Because ah. Trump said um, Facebook was always anti-Trump. And so now Mark Zuckerberg, he had the clap back posting on Facebook that the point of Facebook is to give all people a voice and create a platform for all ideas. 
Even Mark Zuckerberg is, is clapping at Trump. My thing is, why is everything fake? And if you like, if I have a difference of opinion than yours, it's like my opinion is fake. Mm. Why is that? I mean, we're not all going to agree. Like, the, you know how boring that would be if everybody, like, that's, you want a dictatorship. America is not a dictatorship. It's like, that's not, people It always, never has, people, never will and, be. And, like, these tatiki <laughs> tortures and people like Trump always talk about, what are the things they always talk about? They always talk about the founding fathers. And make America great again. I mean, they talk about those founding fathers. Mm-hmm. Those men that you fucking worship so much and, like, admire... They, they, the reason why they left England was to get away from a to fucking dictator. They came to America so they wouldn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And now you want to take it back to that. And you like, want to take it back to that. That's why your founding fathers you admire so much, they didn't want that. They said, so we want a democracy. Want? So what do you, I mean, like, you're just like, you're basically a, an ass. Like, you're like a double ass right now. It's like, it's like you're two asses, basically. It's like, you don't. Ugh, like you don't know whether you're coming or going because you say one thing and then automatically whatever you say after it contradicts your previous statement. Mm-hmm. And this is the problem that I have with Trump people. That's the problem I have with you. Because like when I point you out on your bullshit, then you just kind of just like sweep it under the rug. Like, oh, well, you know, you don't really want to get into it with me because you know that what I'm saying is true. Mm-hmm. And I know you saw after um last week's NFL protest, you no, know, um, one of the earlier protests was the Pittsburgh Steelers staying in the locker room. Right. The, except for Alejandro Villanueva. Yes. I think it's mm-hmm. his name. Yeah, because he did um, tour in Afghanistan, I think. Right after that, like, um, who had the number one selling jersey among the Tiki Torches? Like, mm. Villanueva. Hmm. So it shows you where their head is where at. Where their yeah. head is at. Like, right there, because he, um, and then he, he's not, a, he's Mexican. He's not a Tiki Torture, obviously, because he's Mexican, so... You want to put up a wall against Mexico, but you wear the jersey of a Mexican-American. Come on. Retarded. Retarded. It's the way your logic is. The only reason you got that is because, like, oh, well, he he stood for the anthem. He's our new guy. He's our guy now. And then during a fire chief. But you want to put up a wall to keep his people out. And then during a fire chief get fired for um, calling uh, Mike Tomlin an ungrateful nigger, I think. Um, I didn't see that. Yeah. He did. I wish I had that that, story. I saw that story uh, because I actually posted it on my Facebook page. I did. I'm surprised I didn't see that shit. Because uh, he called him an ungrateful nigger. And Mm. it was a a fire chief Mm. who called Mike Tomlin. As you call him, uh, my husband's doppelganger. Shout out Mike Tomlin. (laughs) So that's why I feel the type of way when people talk about Mike Tomlin. I'm like, wait a minute now. Like, don't be talking about Mike Tomlin. We're going to post at some point on our social media (laughs) side by side. um, Marcus and Mike (laughs) Mike Tomlin. Tomlin. They look alike. people say, like, see what we're talking about. Yeah, don't these niggas look alike? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do that one of these days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah though so like then he called him that and then then you try to clear like well i i was upset and this is no it's like if the first thing you say that's where your mind goes no, you're you're fucking racist, you're racist. Racist. <laughs> there's no way around yeah. that like if i'm art if i'm a guy giving a debate point and then the first thing you say like that when i say something you don't like you say you nigger what like, wait a minute. You remember out. the John Singleton 90s movie, Higher Learning, yeah. when the guy, he calls Christy Swanson's character and uh, after he tries to rape her, and Regina oh, yeah, King yeah. answers the phone, her character. Yes. And she's like, and Christy's like, I don't want to talk to that yeah, dude. Yeah, because he so, raped me. And, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and then, like, what's the first thing he says? Like, put her on the phone, phone you, you black, black bitch. bitch. That's, that's the first place his mind right, went. Because, like, she knew that he was on some bull, and then she was like, because uh, she was covered. Nah, she, I don't think Christy wants, even if she was, well, see, I, don't I don't think she wants to I talk to I hear her cry in the background. I've I know her she's name. There. I'm just saying, but. Yeah, he was like, I know she's <laughs> back there. And she's like, are you calling me a liar? Just put her on the phone, you black bitch. 
Just shows that he was a racist already. That's the first place your mind went. Not put her on the phone, you bitch. Put her on the phone, you, you black, black bitch. bitch. So and she did what I would do. I would went and got Ice Cube too. Ice Cube was woke. His character. <laughs> Ice Cube was woke. <laughs> she went and got Ice Cube and Busta and Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. And all of them, they all them woke, woke niggas. You went and got. Because <laughs> that's why I would do. If somebody, because I mean, I went to a predominantly white school. If somebody called me a black so yeah, bitch, yeah, your experience was similar to the <laughs> yeah, experience in that movie. Someone called me a black bitch. I'm going to get... Well, my brother was down there when uh, I first started U of mm-hmm. I. So my brother was down there with me my so freshman year. So you would have been your ice cube. So I would have went and got my brother. And he would have went and got his friends. We would be like, look, <laughs> we about to settle this John Singleton right wrote that movie based... It was loosely based on his experiences going to USC. Because mm-hmm. USC is probably a similar racial makeup of University of Illinois. Yeah. So um, that's where he got... He, he wrote that movie because mm-hmm. he attended USC. Mm-hmm. And he wrote it based on a lot of his experiences doing that. Mm-hmm. So his his um, experience was probably very similar to yours in college. Speaking of, real quick, I just tell my quick story. Since it's race appropriate. Talk to me. I had an English class once, okay. And it was my junior year. Mm-hmm. So I go into class. And uh, when I walk into class, it was maybe like 30 of us, give or take. And mm-hmm. I was the only black student in my class. Mm-hmm. Which isn't out the norm because, you know, you're in a college where it's not that many of you guys. Whatever. So then as the semester's going on, um, we have to read a book called Kindred by Octavia Butler. Okay. And it's a um it's like a sci fi kinda um novel. And what we didn't know that like have you guys said was like no none of us had read and then our teacher says the first day we when we have to read this book, he says, How do you guys feel about slavery? Oh. Shit, everybody in the class looked. I at face you. palm because I'm like I feel everybody. You're that at needle me scratch. Because it's like I'm the only. I'm literally the only black person in my class. Literally, I like thirty people. I'm literally the only. I like black quote person. movies. That reminds me of the scene in um, Trading Places when they're at the dinner. With the, look at that S car go and they ask like Billy Ray Valentine. What, what do you think about that? Everybody look, in the restaurant looks at Billy Ray. Everybody <laughs> looks at him like. And that's how you felt because he was the only black person in right. that scene. Yeah. So I was like. I had one or two options. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I know at some point I'm going to have to speak because I'm the only black person. And then my second thing is, how, what kind of black person do I want to be? Because if I show passion and stuff, I don't, I don't want to be labeled the angry black woman. I don't want to be like the angry, the neck rolling, mm-hmm. finger snapping, lip smacking. I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. But my answer I gave, because I let a couple of white people say their things. Like one person, well, obviously if I could erase history, I would erase it. Like they, you had the guilty liberal, the mic, you know, from on the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so wrong. And I would just erase it. It was just so wrong. And I'm looking at them like, I just side out. I looked at them like, okay. They go too hard. It's like, funny yeah. episode on that show on All in the Family is when um the two black guys broke into the bunker house. Ooh. And, um, you know, Archie, you know how he was. Yeah. He was a tiki torture. Like, back in this day. And um, what happened is um, well, Mike was talking to, like, because um, Archie was being Archie. And mm-hmm. then Mike was like, well, see, like, don't, he doesn't understand the struggle the of struggle being a black man. And they were like, you, <laughs> you do? do? <laughs> So they basically like just like dismiss what they he was saying. Dismiss what he said. Like have some seats, have Sorry, several yeah. seats. But um, hey, we don't want to be your friend. Dude. But when they were going in, so then my response was, I was like, well, clearly, and then you know, I told like a little brief joke. I was like, clearly, I said, um, well, not a joke, but you know, I wanted to make it uneasy. I was like, well, I said my experience is obviously different than everybody else's. So exactly. I was like, I addressed the elephant in the room. I was like, I'm gonna address the elephant because clearly, I'm the only black person. So let me address. Well, if I said it. question now. I'll just take a knee. Like, let me Nilla address class. this I'm black. <laughs> just, just take a knee. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah. I was think like, about so... slavery, just, just don't say a word. Just take a knee and let them move to the next person. <laughs> I was 
was like, so my experience, I was like, my experience is definitely more biased because I was like, slavery directly affected my ancestors mm. directly. So, and then I gave my little spiel. But uh, if you guys get a chance, check it out. Kendrick by Octavia Butler. Good book. I decided like just. You know, on a related thing. note with government and bullshit and all of this is um I know it's the sixteenth anniversary of the war on terror kicking off. You know, kicked mm, off right after nine of Right. So. Guess how much fucking money they've spent on this war in the last fifteen years. How many billion? Try T. Five trillion dollars on this fucking war. Imagine how much that money could have done that for like. That could have been good. your health care reform. There it is. Everybody could have had universal health care. You could have bailed out all of these fucking failing industries, like right now. Mm-hmm. All of this, st- all the stuff you could have done with this the five trillion dollars, the housing, like, the auto, like the all auto. these industries that collapsed. Um, you could have bailed them out many times with five trillion dollars. Universal health care. Universal health care could be like across the board, fifty states. Uh, maternity, like paid maternity leave across the state. Mm. That could have all been. Mm. Wow. So and, for shows... the, and for those that um wow. support the movement, reparations could have been covered under that. Hey, like I said, I'm not going to... I'm... I take a check if they send me if one. If they send me one, exactly. I'm not going to a reparations rally, but send me a re- check. Yeah, me I'm going to cash that motherfucker. To, I'm not going to pick it I for think my whatever, energy, but... I think my energy could be going to the other areas yeah, to empower absolutely. our people than reparations, but... If I get a check in the mail, like when W sent out the fucking um, stimulus checks. The stimulus check, yeah. I cashed the shit out of that check. I cashed my $600. Yes, I cashed my $600. That's another reason why I say um, Bush was a better president than Trump. Bush gave us checks. He gave us $600. He put actual checks in. He said, okay, the the economy is fucked up. Take this money. Thank you, W. (laughs) Shit. It'd be more now because I got family. Uh, Yeah, it's probably like a couple thousand. Yeah, it'd be more now. But (laughs) back then I was single. But yeah. It's crazy. But Tiki told you here, don't try to take DNA ancestry and try to be like, well, I'm 3% black, so I should get a reparation check. No, you're not. (laughs) You ain't kidding. It's funny. <laughs> Five trillion dollars, man. I just can't. And it's like, and when the fucked up thing about this war is like, I was going to say maybe like five hundred billion, six hundred uh, billion. And you said no trillion. <laughs> Even worse than what I thought. Oh my gosh, that's because what's fucked up is like this war is like, how do you win this war? Like other wars, like yeah, World War Two, you have yeah, fighting Hitler. Like the Civil War is the North and the South fighting. Is um the Revolutionary War is America versus England. Is um which I thought we should never been over Korean Vietnam. War. Yeah, we should have never oh, been yeah, in Vietnam. Vietnam. We should yeah. never been over that was, there. We should never conflict. been there. Yeah, even the Desert Storm is like storm. that was like just get Saddam out of there. But um, yeah, it's no it's like you war on terror. You're not feuding with a country or even a dictator. You're feuding with an idea. And terrorism is always going to be around, so there's really no uh-huh. end in sight in this war. It's probably going to go on the rest of our lives. This fucking war on terror is like no way to end it. Can we just how do put you the money terrorism? somewhere else? Can we generate it somewhere else more positive? Like you could like do the uh, free public school for the kids for the. Uh- for yeah. tuition. Free college. Yeah, yeah college yeah, could be, college yeah. For college could be on, like, like elementary and high school. If you you have could have a public college. Public college. Which if you $5 have, trillion. Dollars. If you have a um, certain grade point average, obviously. Like, yeah. put, like um, guidelines in. You have to be an honor student and this and that. But, yeah. yeah. you got to graduate in a certain percentage yeah. of your class. Yeah. So, I mean, we could mm-hmm. do that. Um, but. Financial aid for, like, current college system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can um, assist students that um need money for college. Because maybe is kicking people in the ass. Then they wouldn't have all these <laughs> fucking whack-ass student loans so yeah. much if, like, you could yeah. put this five trillion dollars towards that. Mm-hmm. We have like relatives close that are having student loan problems that I won't talk about right now. But mm-hmm. it's a fucking yeah. mess, though. Yeah, it it's a mess. 
It's a mess. Like the student loan thing is getting out of hand. It man. is. So when you graduate, you owe like three hundred thousand dollars, and you got like a degree and like yeah, your job might like, pay like twenty two k or some shit you like have, that. You have a BA in like um, English or something. It's like something like that. Yeah, you, got, you owe three hundred thousand, and you got a job paying like twenty four thousand. Like, how does that? How's that? Add how does that math? Add how up? sway? How? how? Yeah, you ain't got the answer, sway, huh? Speaking of, don't talk about their ass. That's a, yeah, good segue. That's, that's gonna be a it's a new spinoff because like keeping the Kardashians, they having their ten year anniversary. Yes. So and their um, contract is coming up. Uh, maybe I, I'm not sure, a hundred percent on Possibly. that. Don't quote me, but they might be having a contract coming up with E. Mm-hmm. So what do you do, Kylie? Apparently pregnant by Travis Scott, and he's only been dating him like a day. So yeah. okay. <laughs> he said, "He said, don't you open up that window?" Oh, that's she him? opened up them legs, though. Yeah, that's him on it. Okay, yeah. like that, I yeah, that's the remix. Don't you open up that window? But you better no. open legs, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I don't know what the new songs are. Butterfly effect, and that's what this is happening. Because like butterfly effect. Oh is yeah, one okay, I saw Scott's that. Yeah, butterfly effect. Okay, that's this him. is on All the right. butterfly effect is going over. Because yeah, because uh, Chloe, like who we she's, thought would never have kids, is now pregnant, pregnant with Tristan Thompson. Thompson and Kim and Kanye having their third child. So. So it's gonna be three Kardashian babies, and that's gonna be the new show, like them like going through their pregnancies. Going through their so, pregnancies, yeah. Well, that's gonna be the spinoff right there. Well, so like uh, these motherfuckers know how to like. They know how to. Man. I mean, hey Kendall, your turn. Like that, we say saving her for like when the ratings fall again. Yeah. Kendall's the only one that ain't popped one well, out yet. Chris Jenner, I like Kendall. to uh, sit down and pick your brain about like marketing. Yeah. I mean, this chick is a man. I mean, say what you hate her or love her, but I mean, this chick I, know how to market. Hey, I'd be like, not another damn podcast presented by the Kardashians. <laughs> Y'all can be a sponsor. <laughs> we'll, we'll plug your products on this motherfucker. Just stop wearing cornrows and uh, door knocker earrings. That's just all I say. Just stop doing that. <laughs> just stop it. Man. But I mean, yeah, it's like. All together, I said it gotta be. It's too much of a coincidence. You know what it yeah. is. It's like all you guys are pregnant together. Mm. All you guys are about to have babies together. So it's gonna be the next generation Kardashian yeah, slash yeah, Jenner. Yeah. So we we'll save Kendall for like later, like because like you know like you are gonna need another storyline. Well, she line has later. a career. I mean, she's like telling her modeling career right now. Hey, so and she's um doing ridiculous Pepsi, Pepsi commercials. commercials. <laughs> I am racist and wear Pepsi. <laughs> That's her career. So Colin Kaepernick, can you be in the new commercial air race? Oh, Oh man, put Colin Kaepernick in a fucking Pepsi commercial with Kendall yeah. Jenner. Can you imagine? Who thought that was a good idea? I hope someone got fired. I'm just saying. I'm sure somebody I hope someone did. did. The commercial didn't air all that long, did I think it was pulled It never aired. Like, I mean, oh, I saw it online. I always saw yeah, it I never online. saw it on never TV saw it on either. TV. So either it never aired or it didn't air long. Because <laughs> I never actually saw it in the commercial was as well. Awful. Mm. Speaking of, we want to see with the Kardashian thing. Um, who was related with them, uh, Mr. Simpson. Okay, yeah. Because he, he was down with the Kardashians exactly, for a while. Yeah, he mom, because he was one of the big, with the big three that yeah, um, got OJ off got the OJ. first try, the um the murder trial with Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman. He's yes. the one, yeah, that got mm-hmm. him off, yeah. It was Johnny Cochran, Robert Shapiro, and the other guy, is what I call it. The other guy was Robert Kardashian. Kardashian senior, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the other guy. At the time, I didn't know his name, and I had no idea he would have the biggest impact on society. Yeah. Back then, because like Shapiro was the star, and then Johnny Cochran stole the show. Mm-hmm. Like that's how the trial originally went, <laughs> and Kardashian was just kind of there. He was just kind the of because he yeah. was OJ's boy, basically. That's yeah. why he was there. He was his boy. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole and um, Chris were like best friends, or they were yeah. like really good friends. So mm-hmm. I mean, it made sense because like they they were like really close. So 
But OJ got released. He got out today, like as we record this. So OJ got on out. October first, he's that. officially free. Ghost got out. OJ got out. See, there it is. good year, good year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but OJ, yeah, it's like, eh, you know, I mean, hopefully, and, um, I, fade I, into oblivion. <laughs> Let's fade away. Go away. Oh, no really, more really, really, you should go no away. Like any single white girls out there, y'all go hide somewhere. Yeah, y'all run. OJ's on the juice is on the loose. The so juice is on the white loose. White girls hide somewhere. <laughs> Get I, off the street. I'm gonna borrow here. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. Yeah, hide your white girls. <laughs> hide your white girls. <laughs> <laughs> if you're blonde and perky and white, just go. Just the hide. Juice is on the fucking loose. Go away. I'm sorry. I mean, OJ, you you kind of did to yourself. Mm. You know. Let's put a bow on this fucking um, take a knee because we didn't kind of we didn't because it's not just the NFL. Is um, will it be an NBA boycott? Mm. You saw Commissioner Adam Silver said that um, standing for the anthem is league policy, and our players will stand. It's not. So if LeBron, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, the top guys, if they all take knees, you're gonna suspend all these. You're guys. You're not gonna suspend them. The, the NBA would crumble. You saw what you saw what LeBron's mind is. Yeah, the LeBron, NBA would collapse. His shirt on, and Steph Curry sending his tweets like, "Yeah, he said I wasn't going to your party, no way." His daughter said, "Yeah, we wasn't going, no way." Mm-hmm. Riley said that. I heard her. So if all of these top guys <laughs> decide to take a knee during the anthem, what is Alvin Silver going to do? Like, you better not. Nah, nah. You better choose a side, Silver, because otherwise we're going to have to put you with the tiki torture. Yeah, so we got to put you with it. Don't end up on that side. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because brothers start watching the NBA. Oh my God! Can you imagine, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You imagine, and then you, they, they, you start buying 2K, and you know, cause, yeah, cause 2K All is that. out. 2K you know, just dropped. It just dropped. So mm. I mean, don't buy. It. Hey, so Adam Silver, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Adam Silver, <laughs> come on, well, shut the fuck instead up. of taking a knee, you take a seat. Take <laughs> about a that? Seat. Yeah, <laughs> you have Silver. several seats right exactly. now. She's <laughs> like, leave those fucking players alone. If, if guys want to protest and take a knee, shut the fuck up. Yeah, just, just don't say anything. Why do you have to say something stupid like this? Just say damn shit and it's whack. Just, exactly. just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> just. Be that's what happens when you try to walk that line is you try to say yeah well i'm not against the protest but it is league policy if you're not if if you're not formed then you are kind of against it it. and then let's all revisit what the protest is for the killing of unarmed unarmed black black men it's not about the flag it's not about trump it's about the killing of Of unarmed 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 black black men men by the police that's what this uh, and then if we go back to um the beginning of this show where I explained that taking a knee was actually told by Kaepernick from a veteran that that was the respectful, That's the respectful thing to do way to protest. To protest because you're giving your stance, but when you're taking a knee, you're giving that respect to a fallen soldier. It's like the brothers did back in um, the '68 Olympics. They wanted to go with the two um brothers. They did the silent pro- the black fist, fist in yeah. there. It wasn't disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know, like what um what made that so dope is um like you couldn't avoid it because they were up there on the, on the, the podium because yeah, yeah. they won the medals. They won the medals. Black guys, so like they said they um the reason why it was noticed because they were up there. Had they lost, they still would have done their they fist, but done. you wouldn't have seen but them because they would have been it. off to the side. Mm-hmm. Where everybody saw it, they were up there on that podium putting that black fist they up. Put the black fist up. The funniest thing is like look at the white the guy. The white guy's looking like, like, he's okay, like wait what? Yeah, what are we doing? And the black people were in first and second. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. They want the gold and silver. And That's all I'm brown. saying. She's standing there. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That was 50 years ago. We still going through the same bullshit, basically. Like 68. It's like, and now with the guys taking a knee, it's still the same Since bullshit. Since we delved into this NBA, what do you think about the whole everything that's been going on with the NBA? It's been the fucking craziest offseason. Like uh, Wade is now with the Cavs. 
Remember in 2010, I was about to say, remember in 2010, the Bulls tried to get LeBron Wade and Derrick Rose on the same team. That mm-hmm. should happen now, Um, way after the fact. Way after the fact. It's like, I couldn't have predicted. Like, Wade, I could have seen, because, like, Wade um took a buyout, so he got he his did, money. Yeah. Derrick Rose just signed for the minimum just because. Like, just because. Yeah. <laughs> but Wade, like, um, because Wade got it. The Bulls are still paying Wade. He's and just Rose got the, uh, the Inglewood hair now. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. he's going back to his roots. He looked like he... He got to take a block. part of Chicago with him. Yeah, That's he why. Like he we played with the Knicks. He rocked the Benji 25 out there, but 25 is retired in Cleveland, so he couldn't wear that. So he said, to represent my roots, I got to do something. I do my roots. I do my roots. I do my roots. roots. Do you, D Rose? I mean, but looking at that Cavs team, I'm like, this is uh, basically Miami of 2011. Basically, this is the Miami team. It's the Heat with Derrick Rose. But it's like, I still think they're going to beat the Warriors. The Warriors is just too dominant. Nobody's going to beat the Warriors. Warriors. That's just my prediction. I don't think anybody can beat them at this point. They're just too big. They're the monsters. They're just too big of a juggernaut. They just. But Somebody I mean, would have to get injured, literally, yeah. for them. It's like, as it is right now, nobody Nobody's can beat that team. Them. But the only thing that this did is that now it's going to be the uh, the Cavs and the Warriors for the next, like, two years or something like that. That's what it's going to be. At least. Two yeah. to three years, whatever. It depends on what who, whoever re-ups where. It's like, this is going to yeah. be a battle. So this yeah. is going to be, like, basically Lakers and Celtics all over again. That's yeah, just basically what this is. Back to the 80s. <laughs> this is what this is going to be for the next couple of years. Can you remember? Yeah, the, um, the 80s yeah. were, like, I think the, almost every year in the 80s, the Lakers went to the finals there for, like, two it's like the Lakers were literally the in the finals team. every year. The they won five team. of them. I think they went nine times in the fucking eighties or something like, or eight times in the eighties. Well, Wizards probably swept them though. Detroit, right? Ah, oh, the bad boys swept Ooh, them. Yeah. In so, fairness, Magic didn't play that game, that series, that but still, series, still. Oh, yeah. they swept Showtime, <laughs> they swept Showtime and it ended Showtime because Kareem retired right after that too. So it basically, and Pat Riley got fired, so it pretty much ended that it ended run. Showtime, yeah. Yeah. With the bad boys. And then he never got to say his 3P, and then Phil got to use it. Yeah, because yes. that was supposed to be the year of the 3P. <laughs> because we had 3P, the, but the Pistons, Phil Jackson yeah. said, I'll take that I'll phrase. Take that, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we we still go back to our Bulls era because, like, our star lineup now is basically a dumpster right now oh for the God, Bulls. Yeah. Dumpster. Like you remember the dumpster video? Remember the um the mannequin challenge? <laughs> the, the funniest one I saw was playing the dun 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 the Black Beatles from Race. Remember somebody said, "Here's the Bears doing their mannequin challenge." It was um they panned over a dumpster. Hilarious. Which we got to do a video. We got to do a video. The play play the, the theme song and um, now, over a dumpster. Yeah. You're a star <laughs> See, lineup. Your, but you're 2017 Chicago Bulls. And it's a dumpster. Have a dumpster, yeah. Because <laughs> I said, this media Not day, trash. man, it was like, this is the first media day in like recent memory. I can't remember the last time I haven't gave a shit about media day. Usually you kind of excited because it's like all the teams taking their school pictures or see like everybody in that new thread. And you sent me that. I was looking at the picture like, look like, at these clowns, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like all you could. Yeah, Lori Mockinen, Chris Dunn, and, and, and Zach, Zach Levine. Levine. I'm looking at the Levine picture, might like, not even play this year. It's yeah, me. I'm just it's looking at the up picture like. Hey, Levine might not play. My, um, Chris Dunn was um, a bust his rookie year. He had a horrible rookie yeah, year. Hopefully it was so just Maybe like, he turns around. Maybe just Tibbs yelling at him. Remember um, Jimmy Butler didn't have a good rookie yeah, year. Yeah, he's an all-star. And look at him now. Yeah. So, like, maybe just playing. And a, then the maybe rookies guys, just don't thrive under Tibbs and shit. And then Marcus and uh, maybe he... Uh, Maybe it'll translate over Bring his some European of that magic, game. Euro yeah, magic. Speaking yeah. of Euro, whose magic didn't translate, you saw that uh, Nico Miritich signed a two-year extension with Chicago. 
For $27 million. $27 million. Second year is a team option, which is good. So if he sucks, the Bulls can just tell him to kick rocks like they did Rondo. So you see say, the face I'm making. It's like... At least they did the team option. Because it's like, it's still, if you're tanking, and if, if um, Laurie Markkinen is your guy, mm-hmm. him and Nico play the same position. They do. Why the fuck did Why you resign him? <laughs> if you're trying to like get like, how is Markkinen going to develop coming off the bench? Like, if you're going to suck, he needs to be out there getting as many minutes as possible. He does. Your goal is to lose games and develop young players. Yeah. You can't do either of that with um with Nico Meritage on the court. Yeah. Like, these young guys have to be like, Chris Dunn should be starting. Like, Levine, when his knee gets better, he should be, be playing. Starting. It's like, he should be starting. Like, Makinen needs to start. He needs to. It's like, he shouldn't be playing behind Nico. Unless, yeah, or are you paying Nico Meritage $27 million to come off the bench? I don't think so. They're probably going to start his ass. You see the face I'm making. This is going to be some dark days, but we need to tank right now because they're about to change that rule Yeah, the they're draft. switching up the draft to discourage tanking. Yep. It's like they saw what Philadelphia did <laughs> and side-eyed them. Because Philadelphia was smart. Cause they like, did it. Yeah, they did that. I give them... Sam, he, he beat the system. Remember the team he had before with yeah. Andre Iguodala and Drew Holiday and Evan Turner, those guys? They clearly weren't good enough to like get out of the first round. No. They got out the year when Derrick Rose blew his knee out. That's the only right. time That's they got out of the time. first round. So then, like, the first time they tried to make the trade, they made the Andrew Bynum trade. That blew up in their face. <laughs> he never played one game with them. It's not even in the NBA anymore. So then after that, Hinky was like, fuck it. We're going to blow this shit up to the ground. He called it the process is what he called it. The process. And the is process is, look, is working. He said, like, Philadelphia, like, forgive me. We're going to suck for a few years, but we're going to get a bunch of high lottery picks. And so, like, just give us time. Just, like, trust the process. Like, Hinky, he's fired now because they were too bad. But, <laughs> like, Hinky, he did. Um, The process is starting to pay the off The process now. is starting to pay off. Because their three looks better than the Bulls three. Yeah, it, it seemed like they might be interesting. I like Markel Fultz and um, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. It looks yeah. okay on paper. We got to, like, Embiid yeah, um, got his injury histories. And um, Simmons missed all of last season as well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to see what happens. Let's see what happens with those three. With the Bulls, yeah, we need to get in now with it. But um, one team that definitely is going to be watched is going to be OKC. Oh, uh, yeah. You saw their pictures. They got the Carmelo Anthony. Matter of fact, we're going to pull up some school pictures right now. Yeah. Carmelo, PG-13, PG-13. And, and Russell Westbrook. Mr. Money the Man. contract. The richest contract. Like, he's Ooh. averaging, they say he's averaging about 500K a game right now. Something like that. Yeah, because like, <laughs> I did the math, it's $41 million a year. Mm. Forty-one million, and didn't he become the face, the brand for Jordan, the face of yes. Jordan for the brand? So yeah, it is like forty-one minutes. It's exactly five hundred k. Yeah, for regular because regular season is eighty-two games. Yeah, half of that is forty-one. So yeah, he's getting yeah, about he half, a million, half a million per million game. Per game. <laughs> per game. And here's my theory about why Russell people people look at that as like why did why did Russell take the money? It's like because okay, so he's not gonna put a contender around you. But what did we just say a few minutes ago? Nobody's going to beat the Warriors anyway. They're not. So take the money. That's why James Harden took the money. Mm-hmm. That's why Russell Westbrook is taking the money. If yes. somebody's giving you $200 million, take that shit. Take that shit. Like, fuck this ring chasing. Like, I, I, like, it works for Durant, but fuck that. It's like, I'm taking the money because I'm probably not going to beat this team anyway. Right. <laughs> Unless I'm going to the Warriors, I'm taking the $200 million. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing if I'm in the NBA like right now while that money is out there. $200 million. Mm. Forty-one million a season. I'm like, dang. Five hundred thousand per fucking. And he became game. the thing of Jordan. And what even made it sweet, he signed his extension on Kevin Durant's birthday. <laughs> That's kind of funny. 
Somebody should have put the picture <laughs> of Kevin Durant at the ESPYs. Somebody should have shown him the dead pan face at the ESPYs. Like, yeah, like when your former teammate signs the richest contract on your birthday. <laughs> Somebody should have put that. I'm like, was that intentional that it was on Durant's birthday? Or no, Durant, because we only had Russell and the team was not good. Man. <laughs> oh my God. Hilarious. These Jazz look kind of sorry too, like, but they got Rubio and Gobert. Oh, yeah. yeah. Philadelphia. So I like their three. Yeah. I like that. I think they got potential. Lakers, you got Lonzo. I'm not sure about <laughs> these other two guys. <laughs> Boston, they got a good. Oh yeah, Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, and Al Horford. They got I like a nice that. Three. I like Hayward nice there three. and uh, Kyrie. I like both. Boston of them. got a nice three. Yeah, they do. These clowns though. Our three. <laughs> <laughs> the Bulls with Chris Dunn, Laurie Mockinen, and Zach Levine with big smiles on their face. Like these smiles will be wiped off after about a week in the league. I bet. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking NBA. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like, I don't know about these fucking. Teams, I don't know man. either. Like, but. I mean, can't even say go Bulls because like they go down the toilet bowl. <laughs> well, someone who's having a great week. Uh, uh, speak, let's just stay on basketball a little bit right now. Okay, let's talk about the NCAA corruption scandal with um, Rick Pitino and Tom Urich. They both got oh. fired for um, allegedly like rec- recruiting players illegally. Mm. And it hits um, me a little personal because. Um, Rick Pitino is the former oh, Kentucky and coach. Yeah, and I saw him post about that. He yeah. posted about that. He said, this man like was everything to me. Yeah. And I posted in his time. I was like, it's a crazy-ass story. And I definitely was going to talk about it on the podcast. But he believed in him. He was saying like how he took him he and did. shaped him. Because Nazi yeah. like, probably wouldn't have made it to the NBA without Coach Pitino. Because mm-hmm. Nazi was like, he's a chubby, like, yeah, like he's a chubby 6'10 guy. He's like, weighed like 350 pounds at the time. Mm-hmm. Rick Pitino pushed him to get into shape. Yeah. And then I'm getting draft, first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. NBA champion, like Patino, yeah. like gave him all of that pretty much. Mm-hmm. What's fucked up is like, I, we talked about it last, we touched on it, but since it's open now about the NCAA, mm-hmm. about people, because uh, when the NFL protests started kicking off, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people were saying that they're going to protest. And a lot of people were saying, like, I'm just going to watch college ball now. I'm like, they worse than the NFL. Yeah. These the NFL, not. these are guys, millionaires that are like, they taken care of financially. Yeah, but these kids, they get nothing. NCAA is like, one of the most corrupt and fucking organizations. And they can't even work. You know, I've been silent. I've been silently protesting the NCAA for years. Notice you never see me post shit about March Madness, none of that. Yeah. Cause, like I want the NCAA kind of to go away. Like at least like mm. in its current form. Mm-hmm. What made me pissed off originally is because they don't even give guys a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, back in like Kobe, LeBron, Dwight Howard, McGrady, those guys like. They were able to go straight into the league then. Right. Because if you're good enough, it's like, I want to go pro. Like, fuck college. Right. But once again, like, just like how I'm wearing a shirt, like, when LeBron does something, the world pays attention. So mm. when LeBron went straight to the pros, hmm. and he had the season he did as a rookie. Yes. I'm pretty sure the NCAA felt some type of way about that shit. We want the next LeBron. Exactly. So I'm pretty sure this is a behind closed door under the table deal. Um, David Stern in the NCAA sat down. He's like, you got to create a rule. You can't just let guys go. We missed mm. out on all that LeBron money. Like, we can't have that happen again. Because mm. 2005 is when they bombed the first time when they said that guys couldn't go straight to the league. Mm-hmm. LeBron was rookie 2003. He was rookie the year 2004. Mm-hmm. So a year later, after LeBron's rookie of the year, they changed the rules. Coincidence? No, nah, the NCAA, <laughs> like, they, they told David Stern to change I'm the rules. I'm sipping rule. water. I wish it was tea, but I'm sipping water right now. Like I said, it's my opinion. <laughs> I'm not saying this is definitely what happened, but I'm a conspiracy theorist about bullshit like that. 
Hey, the LeBron is the reason why guys have to go for a year. And then old niggas like Charles Barkley and like cats like that try to push oh, it. Yeah. They say, yeah, well, guys need to go develop their game in college, but you only have to go for a year. Right. If that was true, like, why not say, why not make it like any other job? Say you have to go for four years of college. Or three years at the minimum. At least three. Why not make it like that? Say, mm-hmm. like, you have to have a college degree to play in the NBA or whatever. Right. Or say a minimum three years. Because yeah, the NBA is not giving up all that LeBron money either. If you go to like a certain job, they like you have to have minimum four years experience, five yeah. however many years experience. If it really is about developing here. your game, why is it just one year? Mm-hmm. Just to exploit these gays' kids, mm-hmm. to exploit the Lonzo Balls of the world now. Like that, mm-hmm. want to be able to exploit the those guys, the Derrick Rose, because Derrick Rose probably would have went straight from Simeon to the league. Mm-hmm. He had to go to Memphis for a year because of that bullshit. And he had to like take to get the test taken. He wasn't. Well. He clearly wasn't qualified <laughs> for college. So I'm mean, saying I know, he's a ball I player. That, I know that happened. That's what I'm saying. That happened, yeah. yeah, that's my point. Mm-hmm. Derrick Rose is not college material. He needs to be on a basketball court. And they let the court. kids like major in like construction paper. Exactly. When they're in college. Yes. Yeah, he major something like that. And that's dumb <laughs> yeah. to me. It's like that spot could actually went to like a real student that wants to like Who wants to go and wants, wants a college to. education. Right. These guys don't want a college. They go on because they have to. They have to go. You say we have to go for a year because um, the options are limited if you don't choose college. Right. There's options out there that is not very attractive. Right. And I'm going on a rant, but this is our damn podcast, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speaking my mind on the NCAA. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck you. It's like the options out there are um, to sit out a year and do nothing. Nobody's going to do that because no. your stock drops you out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Because like you might be the highest player coming out of high school, but you sit out a year because they say you um, either have to have one year of college or it has to be past your 19th birthday. Mm-hmm. So like they got to sit out a year and just do nothing. But that next year, you might not even get drafted. Exactly. They forgot about you. Your second option is to go overseas because to play overseas, like you don't have to be. That's what Brandon Jennings did. He um, skipped college. He went overseas for a year and then came to the mm-hmm. NBA. Like, but once again, out of sight, out of mind. Right. Like a lot of guys, you go overseas. It's like and like forget these are eighteen year old young kids away from their families for the first right. time in a strange country. Right. You know no one. It's not mm-hmm. very attractive. And then you to may guys. not know the language either. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know nothing. It's like Sonal Lathan's character in Love and Basketball. Yeah. She was in Spain playing. He said, "Get the ball to you." Shalalu. <laughs> Shalalu. <laughs> like that. You remember that shit? Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. so you like that. You eighteen years old. You dealing with that shit by mm-hmm. yourself. No friends. No family. Mm-hmm. Third option, NBA D League, which is what I hope they build up the D League. Yeah, they you, should. The D League, you only have to be 18. You can't. That's the irony. You can go straight to the D League from high school, but not the NBA. Why is that? Hmm. It's the same cut organization. Money, money, money. Exactly. Money. Like guys can go to the D League and play for a year. And I want the next LeBron to come out of the D League. Yeah. And that now would change it. Then guys would start saying, fuck college. Because then it's different the... players who get And these there. guys are actually, they go on, they developing their real skills. It's mm-hmm. like they're doing what they want. They're not wasting time in somebody's college. Mm-hmm. They're actually like playing ball and making money. They get paid to do it. Um, different players break the mold. Like Steph Curry came from a small school. So yeah. he showed that you don't have to go to the, um, the Dukes. The Michigan I like State. the guys who went to the small, like small school. I like the USC. You don't have to go to like the big college. Two of our Chicago Bulls legends, Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, both went to Just like unknown, unknown colleges, colleges. And, and are two of the greatest Bulls of all time. Ever, yes. And they came from like yeah, from like bullshit college. Just pretty much, it's yeah. like yeah, but and they I were like that, that good. Though, and yeah. I like that it shows that like everybody's mm-hmm. not going to come from Duke. Yeah, or North, North Carolina, Carolina, or UConn, or that, UCLA. UCLA, that powerhouse. Yeah. Illinois, Illinois, yeah. Not gonna come from these Everybody's top from universities, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Yep. People mm-hmm. are not gonna come from them, a lot of them. I even 
of like a Jeremy Lin story about how he came D-League from D League or there, yeah. And then he came from uh, he went he to played Ivy Harvard. League. He played Harvard. Harvard he went and to then Ivy went to the League fucking D League. Yeah, I like that, that yeah. story. Ivy League and then D League. I like mm-hmm. that. It shows that you can come from talent comes from everywhere. It shows that. But the NCAA is some bullshit. That's, it I'm, is. I'm, that's why I really don't support it like that. I've peeked in on. It I'm is. not going to say I haven't watched any chairs. March Madness, but um. I don't support because it's, well, it's it is like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm getting woke right here. now. I'm getting woke <laughs> right now. It. I'm getting a little woke on this one right here. The NCAA is a form of slavery, because <laughs> mm. yeah, the way that they treat the players is a little slavish to me. It's like this is how I feel. <laughs> you have no rights, yeah. Mm. And you have to it's go a, like it's you, a parallel. It's you can't just parallel. like decide like no, I just want to play ball. Like say, no, nope, we got to do this first. I think it's a parallel. But, like, those are your options. Like, none of them are really that attractive. Mm-hmm. So like, D-League, like, getting off the ground would be the only thing that would change it. Or the next LeBron, like, skipping college and going to the D-League and, like, being a monster. Mm-hmm. That would open people. Because right now, the D-League is still, like, under the radar. They say, oh, it's just players that wasn't good enough to make it to the NBA. But you have to have that next LeBron, like, go straight from high school to the D-League. Mm-hmm. And, like, be, like, the man and shit. And then go to the NBA. Like, that's how you would change, like, the guys skipping college. I'm sure, like, the NCAA is crafty. They probably create some more bullshit mm. to trick you to go. But fuck them. We'll it's like, see. This scandal right here just um, brought it to, it the, brought to, it light, to the light. Yeah. The shit I've been saying in private for a year. <sighs> mm. Scandal, scandal, scandals. All right, that was my woke moment of the day. It's all good. I just got fired up. <laughs> but uh, just switching gears just real quick. Uh, shout out to Cardi B for getting the number one Ooh, billboard. Top 100. Cardi, I've been saying that, um, that when it's all up. said and done, Cardi B might have the number one song of the year. She you know, at the I mean, at, at the whole year, like yeah, we um, that, yeah. um, both Power 182 and Power 106, we do our year end countdowns. Mm-hmm. It's possible Cardi could have the number one song yeah. on both of those countdowns. And they said the first if things time... keep progressing the way they are right mm-hmm. now because I don't even think Bodak has peaked yet. Even mm-hmm. it's like when I knew that Cardi Bodak Yellow was real. You know the moment I knew when when fucking Janet Jackson did it in her show. Oh wow! Yeah, I know you didn't see the video went I viral. Didn't see like it. Janet was doing it more than edge with a dun 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 dun. She oh, went to like Janet. Jackson Pleasure for us. Okay. It was, it was I great. It. I and I saw it. that. I was like, yeah, if Janet is in, it's, Bodak is official now. <laughs> Janet Jackson has been dancing yeah. to that shit during her one of her tours. Yeah, she bumped uh, Taylor Swift off of the number one spot. Mm. And you know that's if you bump Taylor and Swift. Taylor Swift makes hits, man. Yes, so, she yeah. does. And Cardi fucking B, like, who at the beginning of the summer, like, mm-hmm. most people had never even heard of. You didn't even know who that was. I didn't know who it was. And, like, when, like mm-hmm. in June, let's say when the BET Awards happened. Like, Nobody who knew that? who Cardi yeah. B was. Except for, like, those, like, people in the industry, like myself. And then people who watch Ratchet TV. And if you, like, yeah, loving yeah. hip-hop, I don't you watch know Ratchet her, TV. But, yeah. <laughs> the average person didn't know who she was. Now she got the number one but song. But the first time in 19 years a female rapper topped the uh, 100. You know who the last rapper who did was, female rapper? Was it Lauren Hill? Lauren Hill for a doo-wop, doo-wop. that thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. 19 years ago. So think about that. 19 so years. Full circle. We talked about Lauren Hill. Hill. Now we talking about Cardi. And that's the irony about Cardi B. What's funny about it is she um, made money. <laughs> early in this year, what was the big battle? It's like Nicki Minaj versus Remy, Remy Ma. Who's the best? Who's the best? It's like Cardi B might be. She came out of nowhere. <laughs> Cardi B. It reminds me of somebody is saying like with um Kobe LeBron, who's the best? Who's the best? And Steph Curry came out of nowhere. Nah. Like, Cardi B is the Steph Curry of this conversation. It's like, they both like she just came out of nowhere. That's right. <laughs> Nobody like expected anything from them. And he won back to back MVPs. First yeah. unanimous MVP. Like LeBron wasn't even a unanimous MVP. Um, 73 wins. Like Cardi yeah. B is the Steph Curry of this Two-time equation. Two time NBA champ, yeah. So I guess 
was Nikki, Kobe, and Remy LeBron or Flip Flop, we figured that out. Yeah. I think Nikki is more LeBron because she's more divisive. Yeah, know. she is. <laughs> she might be and Remy is more Kobe. Yeah. yeah. But Cardi B is Steph Curry in that equation. <laughs> yeah, and uh, for you guys who don't know, we had a loss. A uh, Chicago yeah. native and I-L-L-I-N-I alum, mm. Mr. Hugh Hefner, passed Hef. away at the age of 91 years old. R.I.P., 91 years old. So, I mean, like, you know what I said? He went, he was from here, Chicago. He went to Steinmet. So the he's... first Playboy Mansion was in the Chicago yep. area. It was yeah. up there on the um, North on Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. It was up there, the first Playboy Club. The original club. Playboy mm-hmm. Club, yeah. The original one, the one that Dick Gregory was at. Yeah. Where, like, uh, he did, like, people talk about Hef being a dirty old man, mm-hmm. whatever, but he did open up a lot of doors for civil rights. Like, whether you uh, liked him or not, like, he started his empire of Playboy. Like, that had never been done. Like, the yeah. way that he did with Playboy and the articles, like, he interviewed iconic civil rights people. He I um, he interviewed Muhammad Ali. He interviewed Malcolm Half X. Half was woke. He was. Half was woke. <laughs> and Dick Gregory credits him to giving him a chance. But before that, um, Dick was doing like the Chitlin Circuit yeah. thing. He put him on another and platform. And he put him on there for put the white on a different audience. Stage, yeah. And Hugh Hefner was a huge advocate of um, my black, uh, but people who have like the key or whatever to be like a member of the Playboy Club, when they try to make the black people go in the back door, he said, "No, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. They are members. Everybody is the, all the Everybody same. Everybody's the same. Card, you walk, you walk in the front." Door. He said, "No, we are not doing that." He had Playboy, black Playboy um, members like the uh, the bunnies in there, mm. like in the clubs and everything. Like he was the first one to really do the integration. I had to break this down to one of my students, and he did do that. I mean, I teach um, at I. MS, I teach radio classes. Mm-hmm. And when Half died, like one of my students, a young guy, he didn't um, see the significance of um, Playboy and Hef and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so you got to remember for like guys my age, like we came up, we didn't have internet porn. So a yeah, lot of us, the first time, <laughs> first time we saw a naked chick was in Hef's was in magazines. <laughs> first time for a lot of us. But you ready for the articles, right? <laughs> if articles are titties and ass, then yes, I'm ready, for, ready the for the articles. <laughs> Eyes up here. Right? <laughs> we actually uh, went to the Playboy Club in Las Vegas. Yeah, we went like, to the Vegas Playboy Club. And it 2009. was fun. It was dope. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So we actually got to hang out in the club. And I was like, okay, this is what the Playboy mm-hmm. Club is like. And then the bunnies were actually like the bartenders yeah, and the dealers. And the dealers. It was so, dope. Yeah, we yeah. actually got to meet the bunnies and everything. So it was pretty cool, but... R.I.P. Hef. Yeah, hate him or love him. It's like he did pioneer. He did pioneer this whole empire of just sexuality and everything. And you know, you can. And he was doing that in an era when shit was taboo. It was. It was very taboo back then. Yeah. 1953. What Playboy yeah, start? In the 50s. People didn't talk about their sexuality they and didn't. shit like that. It's like yeah, well we they had like ten kids, but they don't talk they about. They don't fucking. talk about it. Yeah, obviously I fucking so yeah. Half talked about the it. The women, if you start your menstrual cycle, they just give you a, pad, a box of pads until you figure it out. They don't even exactly. talk to you about it. Like here's some pads, figure it out. It's like what? Like really? But that's the days <laughs> that the tiki torches want to take us back to. That shit. It's the good old days. When was fuck, that great? Fuck out of here. Who was that great for? It wasn't great for me. If you're old and white, it was great. Right. An old and white man, you're great. Right. A black if woman. If you're young, right. black woman. Uh, woman or just young black in general. Or if you're gay, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it wasn't great for you. Yeah. you old, white, straight male. It was great for you. Yes. So, fuck out of here. <laughs> well, finally, got to yes. give shout outs to um, Def Comedy Jam 25. I have to watch it. It's on Netflix. Check it out. It's lit. 
after I'm, Ari goes to bed. I'm gonna give some spoilers, um, because I gotta share with our listeners. So, but oh, uh, I gotta give spoilers, kids. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Chappelle, Cedric, Steve, and Cheryl Underwood—they open the show up, and um, nice little um array of talent right uh, there. Okay. Because um, you think deaf? Yeah, I won't give jokes. jokes. Yeah. Okay. Who you think deaf comedy jam? Like, I would have um started it with Martin up there with him as well. And, yeah. Um, Adele Givens. Yeah, I yeah, I probably yeah. would have replaced um maybe Chappelle and Cheryl with um because like I think of those two more is like with Def Jam Martin and um and and Adele, and Adele Givens. Givens. I do too. But the star power Chappelle and Cheryl Underwood are yeah, the bigger yeah. star power. But yeah, yeah, Steve and Cedric, I get them up there because they were like part of that first run. Mm-hmm. But Martin um did get introduced by Tracy Morgan. They did a Martin tribute, of course, because mm-hmm. Martin was the man. Okay. Chris Rock, Tiffany Haddish, JB Smooth. Tiffany Haddish, they yay! were all in the building. Yeah. DL Hughley, of course. Bill Bellamy. He talked about the booty call because like he that that joke was born on the, the reason you gotta call it three o'clock in the morning. Like, what do you call it? So that's because of Def Comedy Jam. That was me. <laughs> Oh, I told you. Remember when I told you I met D.L. Hughley? Oh, uh, down in uh, Michigan. Yeah, in Michigan, yeah. friend of Brooks Brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, Adele Givens, like um, they did the tribute for the ladies of Def Jam. Mm-hmm. You had Melanie Camacho. You had um, Laura Hayes. Yes, of course, Cheryl Underwood. Well, some more on there. Some more. Okay, nice. And then nice. they played like um, nice. of course, like the ones who have passed, like um, Bernie. Bernie, Yvette Wilson, yeah. those are some of the bigger names that are no longer with us. Yeah. They did a tribute of all of them. Funniest part of the whole show was um when you had um Dave Chappelle and DL Hughley just basically ad libbing. It's like I think they probably would consider it not even putting it in, but it was like hilarious. Cause like Dave kept fucking up the teleprompter. And they're like, nah, we keeping all of this in. It's like <laughs> And this is like the funniest. They stopped the show for like probably 20 minutes just like with them just like bullshitting about the teleprompter. Because Dave, so Dave is like, yeah, public school education. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so Dave Chappelle was basically kept fucking up. Oh, now I gotta watch it. Maybe I might watch it tonight after Ari goes maybe. to bed. Maybe. Uh, shout out my homegirl, Roxy, was there, of course. Nice. She was in the audience with, um, I wonder if she knew Bay. She's Ooh. there with Joe, like the singer Joe. Oh, Sarson. I want to know yeah. what Roxy saw, girl holler at us. I What's going saw on? Saw Roxy and Joe. Shout out Roxy. She got a little black dress podcast. So like, I know I showed the love of the podcast. Yeah. So shout out Roxy, Roxy girl. Podcast. Yeah. What's going on, girl? Yeah. And the Talk Kings of Comedy did the Bernie Mac tribute. They had Steve, oh, yeah. Cedric, and DL. They I miss Bernie. Mm-hmm. I miss Bernie. But it was really great. This Def Comedy Jam 25th anniversary. Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed it tremendously. Oh, and shout out Eddie Griffin because um. His Michael Jackson um, impersonation on Def Jam, <laughs> hilarious. And he um he did a um, he did a I meme. won't spoil, but he did um he talked about his my like Michael Jackson like he did like an updated version, but I won't spoil that okay. for you. And he did a mean <laughs> Prince when he was on Malcolm and Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> but Eddie Griffin is like the Def Jam twenty five. He's good. I saw him at the um the uh, show with the. Uh, George Lopez and R.I.P. Charlie uh, Murphy. Okay. I went to that show. Nice. Yeah, with the L and all of them. Like, that was a great show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was good on there. <laughs> well, I highly recommend Def Jam, because Def Jamity Jam started July of 1992, so 25 years ago when this show started. And I was hot. <laughs> I won't say. Mm-hmm. But I was a kid. I couldn't watch it. Although I snuck and watched like some stuff with you and uh, Feast. Feast were like, addicted to that show. <laughs> Because it came on at, it was midnight East Coast time, so, so 11, 11 o'clock, o'clock Chicago, Chicago time. time. We stay up and watch that every weekend. Like and we, I remember when you would record it, and, and then I remember like you played it back, back and then y'all looked like, don't tell mom and dad we let you watch this. 
<laughs> Tell mom we let you hear Adele Gibbons talk about being such a fucking be lady. Or very bad being like, kick it. I ain't scared of you <laughs> motherfuckers. Kick it. Talking about doing pussy. Things like pumpkin pie. pie. I never had pumpkin, pumpkin pie. pie. Kick it. Yeah, I thought that. She was a child hearing that bullshit. Yeah, I was a kid. I wasn't a teenager yet, but. Okay, you had to end on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's get the hell up yes, out of here. Yes, yes. Yeah, so um, first of all, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Please. So find us on your podcast app. However you listen to podcasts, we're officially there now. Yeah. We're still on the SoundCloud, that, um, not another damn podcast, but you subscribe to us on your device because if you subscribe, once you put the new episodes up, it's automatically right there. Yep. So you don't have to worry about ever missing an episode. It mm-hmm. downloads to your device. But you got to hit that subscribe button, and that helps us because we're trying to get those numbers mm-hmm. up. And we also have a Facebook fan page now. Yeah, it, not yes. another damn podcast on Facebook. So we're growing. We're growing. <laughs> get us out on our social media, at our official fan page. Plus, reach me on my personal social media. Facebook, it's Oz Radio, as well as Snapchat Oz Radio, and plus Ozman the Wizard on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, and then my uh, Twitter is M-S-I-M-A-H-626, and then the Straight Gully, S-E-R-H-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1, and then my Instagram also is Miss Ema 626 and I have a Straight Gully 7 on Instagram. And I'm starting to post. I'm gonna be posting updates with the my growing oh, yeah. bump now because baby bump. I'm getting a bump now. I'm starting to show, so mm-hmm. I'll be posting that. And you can check out, like I said, the Facebook page with Straight Gully as well. And please subscribe Hi. to this damn podcast. Yes. We do it for you. Exactly. We do it for the listeners. Yeah. So I'm Ozman the Wizard and Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.